I'm Callie Cofield. Hey! God, I'm trying to do a podcast. Sorry about all that noise. You know, we usually think about noise as sound, but there can be different types of noise, like light noise, which is actually a major problem for astronomers. In the same way that unwanted sound can make it difficult for you to hear me, light noise can make it difficult for astronomers to see the objects they want to study. And light noise inside an instrument can bounce, bounce around, around like an, like echo, an echo, making it difficult to take precise measurements. In some cases, noise can stop astronomers from studying certain objects altogether. Noise is unwanted, but getting rid of it can be a challenge. Now engineers at the NASA Goddard Space Flight Center have created a material that absorbs 99.8% of light across multiple wavelengths. This is a big step up from previous efforts to eliminate light noise, and it could be used for many different applications. The NASA team working on this new superabsorbent material includes Stephanie Getty, the team's material scientist, and Manuel Quijada, who is working on optical characterization. John Hagopian, the team's leader, had this to say about some of the many ways that NASA can use this new superabsorbent material. Okay, my name is John Gopian. I'm an optical physicist at the NASA Goddard Space Flight Center. You know, NASA's instruments look at uh, very dim things next to very bright things. So in Earth science, when you're looking at the ground, you're looking at things like the ocean or you're looking at land, and next to it there's very bright clouds or there's ice, and that the brightness of that thing that you're observing can swamp out the signal that you're trying to measure of the very dim thing. So a lot of cases, there's a whole bunch of data that's contaminated by this stray light. And the data that gets, that sees the reflection from these bright clouds or ice or whatever, that, that can ruin your measurements. So you have to throw away a bunch of data. So in some cases, you throw away up to 40% of the data. So it increases the observational efficiency. That's one benefit. Another benefit is that if you want, there are certain observations that, you, you know, you really can't stare long enough to see the, Thing that you're trying to look at because of the noise from the stray light. So it enables new observations that we can't currently make. Another example is if you're trying to look at a very dim thing next like a planet or something near a star. So we build these coronagraphs to block out the star, but there's still some light that gets stray light that gets out. Now if we have something that's a better absorber, then that means we can look at dimmer and dimmer things next to stars. You could basically get a lot more efficiency out of your observing and you can see dimmer things. Stray light control can also help in ground-based experiments for the same reasons. Excess light can block out what you want to study. And Higopian says they may also use this material in detectors, so not just to eliminate stray light, but to help collect the light they want. So what's the secret to catching all those stray photons? To find out, you have to get down to the atomic level. The light-absorbing material is made of carbon nanotubes. These are sheets of carbon just one atom thick that are rolled up into tubes, kind of like you would roll up a rug. The tubes are all standing up like a little carbon nanotube forest. But just looking at the material with the unaided eye, it just looks black. Black paint is actually what astronomers usually use to absorb light noise. So let's start with that. Why black? Anyone ever tell you that wearing a white t-shirt in summer will keep you cooler than wearing a black one? The color black absorbs more photons than the color white. 
This is why Stephen Chu, the U.S. Secretary of Energy, has suggested we all paint the tops of our houses white. That would reduce the amount of heat our houses absorb and lower our air conditioning bills. Scientists still use black paint to absorb stray photons, but this new carbon nanotube material is super black. It absorbs more light over more wavelengths. Specifically, it absorbs optical light, which you and I can see, plus infrared and far-infrared light and ultraviolet light. This is helpful because these are all wavelengths of light emitted by stars. So why do carbon nanotubes work better than black paint? The carbon has two things going for it. First, it reflects almost no photons, and second, it is a good conductor. A sheet of solid carbon is like a house with all its windows and doors closed. No photons can get in. Like most materials, the carbon reflects the photons back out into space. But the carbon nanotubes are like a wide open house. Almost every photon can get in. In fact, these nanotubes are mostly empty space, so they reflect almost zero photons. Once the photons are in the material, the carbon absorbs them and turns them into just a little bit of heat. Now, the NASA researchers are not the first people to use carbon nanotubes to absorb light, but they have improved the material and made it practical for spaceflight applications. Here again is John Hagopian. So, I, you know, my, I'm an instrument builder, so that's what I've been doing here at NASA for my, my entire career. I've worked on the Cosmic Background Explorer and the Hubble Space Telescope Repair Mission and the instrument that's gone to Saturn. So when I do technology, I try to make sure that the technology has a direct application to flight instruments. And that's why, you know, we're excited about putting this on instruments for stray light control, for radiators, calibrators, and now for detectors. We're not the first people to grow nanotubes. We're not the first ones to make them black. But I think we're the first ones that have been focused on making them robust enough to survive spaceflight and to use them for spaceflight applications. There's still work to be done to improve the new material. Higopian says they are working to make the substance more robust and to make sure it adheres to surfaces better. It's being tested on sample projects but isn't being used on anything cleared for launch yet. Super black materials made of carbon nanotubes might not be the sort of thing that we always hear about in the headlines. But when you see images from the NASA telescopes and hear about all the incredible new things we're learning about our universe, remember that it's breakthroughs like these that make those things possible. That's all for the Physics Buzz podcast. I'm Calla Cofield. As always, you can find more podcasts, our Physics Buzz blog, resources, and so much more at physicscentral.com. Tune in next week for more Physics Buzz.